When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Corey Crenshaw. I'm Richie Suave Flores. And this is Sporty with Corey and Richie Suave. On the Hockey Podcast Network. In a world where social media is king and everyone is an expert in everything, get the facts from your insiders here on Sporty with Corey and Richie Suave. Here are your hosts, Corey Crenshaw and Richie Flores. Welcome back in Sporty Nation. Nice to be talking to you all. Um, I hate to talk about Blink-182 on this episode, so I'm feeling pretty good um, to talk about it with me with a bunch of other stuff, including some a little bit of Coyote's talk. Um, my wonderful and amazing co-host, per the usual, Richie Suave Flores, how you doing? Hello, Corey. I'm doing wonderfully splendiferous today. Uh, we are recording on a Wednesday night. Um, things are good. Things are good. Uh, the sun's lost, which sucks, but uh, other than that, splendiferous. How are you? That's the that's the more important question. I love that you just use the word splendiferous. It feels like something that should have been um, in Mary Poppins. So it felt very Mary Poppins-esque, and I, I appreciate that. I am doing good. Um, I'm quite tired at the moment. I was just getting some nice drinks and meals out in Scottsdale and now I'm just tired at this point so but you know dedicated to um the sporty podcast game so you know I'm here for everyone and one of the things we get to talk about is um a great Twitter conversation about Blink-182 and that's something I'm here for and I think I'm still riding off the high that on Wednesday I got um, Machine Gun Kelly tickets and um, it is like probably in the past five years or so, this concert is the concert I've wanted to go to the very, very most, even probably in the past like decade. And I'm so excited about it that it literally will make my entire week, month, year. Yes, I'm I'm glad you get to attend. I will not be in attendance unfortunately. I'm stuck at work, so I, I I cannot go, but I'm excited to see the videos and whatnot that you post and I hope you have a great time. And I'm glad you got tickets because you and I were both constantly looking and monitoring ticket prices for this show. And I'm glad that you managed to find some reasonably priced tickets to get, be able to go. And, uh, so I'm, I'm glad, so I'm glad that is like, you have something to look forward to, which is, which is great. Having something to look forward to is like, it will get you through any bad day. Anytime you're tired, you're just like, I just gotta get, I just gotta wait less than 24 more hours. And I'm going to be at this show. I've wanted to be at for a long time. Hell yeah. I can't wait for this. And it's funny because, like, you know, 
I've said multiple times that uh, it's funny that the timing of this, that we had this entire conversation with people about Blink-182 because everyone knows that uh, Scotty and I both are really big Blink-182 fans. Uh, We like Angels and Airways, which is like Tom DeLonge's band that he created um, after Blink-182. We'll actually be going to see their concert as well. Um, And so, there, but there really hasn't been a really, really good punk rock record since about like the, the prime Blink-182 days. Like we, we enjoy, um, you know, we enjoyed California and some of the newer stuff that Blink-182 put out, but obviously um, Tom DeLonge is not with them anymore. So um, this album from MGK was the first thing that made me feel those type of vibes and have a really solid punk rock record in a very long time. And I think very strongly it has to do with the fact of Travis Barker and the fact that Travis Barker was on this album, that uh, tickets to my downfall album. And um, I genuinely think now that there was a very strong part of blink success just from Travis Barker. Cause he's, he's bringing it on, but I mean, Tom DeLonge did the same thing with, um, angels and airwaves. So it, they have such a special trio between Travis Barker, Mark Hoppus, and Tom DeLonge that you could probably take any pieces of that band and make magic outside of it. Yeah, so the reason why Blink-182 came up today on Twitter is because The Ringer is doing this um, podcast series where they are talking about the 60 songs that explain the 90s. And on, on the Wednesday episode... They were talking about What's My Age Again, and they were talking about the impact of that song during the 90s. And um, so they put out another tweet, and they all they asked was, what are your top three Blink-182 songs? Now, I feel like among the Hockey Podcast Network hosts, Blink-182 is one of the more popular bands among the hosts across the network because there are a lot of people we know across the network who are big music fans and who are big punk fans. Um, uh, I was talking to Isha earlier tonight about a bunch of different stuff and we brought and Blink-182 came up and, um, and, and Isha replied to the tweet. So we'll get to that in a moment. Um, We know Nate from the uh, Ducks podcast, big punk rock guy, big Blink-182 fan. Um, we know that uh, we had Nick Flora respond as well. So he got in on the conversation and a lot of good replies to that particular um, that particular uh, tweet. So let's begin with, in case you did not see our answers to the following question, let's reveal our answers. And I was not surprised by what you picked whatsoever. Um, and so... Please explain the three choices that you made in terms of your three favorite Blink songs. Are you not surprised by them because I've talked about them ad nauseum or uh, why weren't you surprised? I am. I was not surprised because I, I think at one point you made a me a playlist for some reason and there were I do two make you play lots of good music. That is true. Yeah, there were there were two Blink One Eight Two songs that I know for sure were on there, 
And one of them was Anthem Part 2, and the other one was Aliens Exist. And Aliens Exist almost made my top three. I decided to go in a different direction. But I, so I'm, I know two of the songs, but I'm not familiar with the third one. Uh, okay. So, um, mine, uh, as kind of Richie insinuated, is the first one is Anthem Part 2. It's always been um my favorite blink 182 song to me it kind of epitomizes the entire part of like punk rock that like teenage rebellion so that one's my first one and then um i miss you is just a fantastic song it's just so good um i actually got um all of blink's albums on vinyl and i put that one on vinyl like that was one of the first things that i did when i got it um and it just made me so happy on the inside. It's such a good song. Like there's nothing I can say more about it. And then stay together for the kids. You've never heard of stay together for the kids. I don't believe I have. Oh my gosh. And then none of these songs are on this album, but if I had to choose an album, it would be enema of the state. I love that one so much. That one's the one that has aliens exist on it. Um, You know, and I'll, it, all of the ones that you're, are your kind of like traditional ones that you would know. Um, and, but none of the songs that I chose are actually on um, Enema of the State, but it is my favorite album. And it is the shirt that I was wearing in our newest Sporty Spirits, actually, is the yes, back of I was just shirt. about to, I was just about to say oh, that too. If you notice, you can, you can go watch Sporty Spirits on YouTube right now. Go subscribe to our channel, Shirts. Sporty with Corey and Richie, and it will come up. And you can see Corey's shirt, which is an Enema of the State t-shirt. So, yeah, I don't know how I haven't heard of, of that particular song. Um, I feel like I should probably change that. I feel like I should probably should have done my research before the show and actually listen to that. Because I believe somebody else um, commented with that same choice, if I'm not mistaken, too. Um, Sam for the kids or stay home stay stay together for the kids is just a great song i i can't believe you haven't heard it yeah uh, nick horwatt from the penguins podcast nick horwatt from the penguins podcast put that on his top three um one of the things that that killed me was uh that i did have to play for you before we started this podcast was nick floor uh which he put number one on his as aliens exist props to you um but his third one was built this pool um that's uh, i laughed immediately when i saw that um and then he said jk what's my age again after that but uh so i had to play that for richie it's off of their um california album and again like i had given richie props for one of his i was off the california album um i couldn't pick one off of that because of the fact that Tom DeLonge was no longer around for that one. Um, But in that, literally the entire song is, I want to see some naked dudes. That's why I built this pool. And then that's the entire song. And it's just, it's hilarious that he brought that up because that's always one that Scotty and I always joke about. So um, props to you, Nick, for bringing that one up. (laughs) So, um, I, I think you you probably have the better list than me. My like you said you hinted at my list, but I I came up with all the small things, San Diego and the Rock Show. Those are my three. 
And I was thinking about putting What's My Age again on the list, but I felt like that was too easy. So I, I that's why I put The Rock Show and San Diego in there. I chose San Diego specifically for the reason I tweeted about, which is it is a a song that anytime I hear it, it 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 uh, replays a memory in my mind because um, uh, we our road trips to SDCC when you and Scotty were driving. Um, you guys would play that song and we would, and it was like, Oh, we're going to San Diego. So let's play San Diego. And so that's what it reminds me of. It reminds me of the three of us on our road trips to San Diego comic-con and not only that, but it is a good song too. And, um, and so that's why I put it on my list. Yeah, that's, that's honestly really sweet. That's really sweet that you, uh, that that's what it makes you think of because that is um that that is true on when we're on our road trips um it how it's always chosen is whoever is driving gets to determine the music so you know like we would let Richie choose his music on the way there when he was one driving, when it was Scotty or I driving, we would choose music. So obviously Scotty and I are going to choose some Blink-182 and, you know, some more kind of like punk rock in there. And we, we always had to play San Diego. Like I said, if there was one I was to choose off of the post Tom DeLonge era, I would choose San Diego. 100%. I think that one is, is Obviously, all the small things, very popular of theirs, but like a solid choice. San Diego, undoubtedly, is the best choice out of all of the ones you've chosen. And then uh, The Rock Show, also a very popular song of theirs, which is a good choice as well. Um, you already mentioned uh, Nick's choices, Aliens Exist, After Midnight, What's My Age Again. Uh, Isha responded to me and said... I scored two out of three, which is good. I approve of that. Um, which I'm assuming he's talking about all the small things in rock show. Uh, and so, yeah, there you go. Uh, what uh, If you're on the Twitters, you can let us know what your three favorite Blink-182 songs are, too. Before we, we move on to other things, you were talking about Angels and Airwaves, Corey. Um, we have the Angels and Airwaves concert coming up here in a couple weeks. Um, guess what I was listening to today on my way into work? Were you listening to their new album? I was listening to their new album, yes. That, it it is... So, here's the thing. For a little, like, history lesson, for those I don't know. Um, Tom DeLonge is... Who's the lead singer of both Blank-182 and Angels and Airwaves, if you weren't paying attention earlier. Um, he is a big alien believer. Ergo, the Aliens Exist song. Like, he... Um, definitely believes in air and aliens and that whole thing. And that, um, that album life forms definitely has vibes of like, uh, they, they're actually considered space rock. I was actually talking to, um, our DJ for our wedding about them. And, uh, he looked them up and he goes, Oh, they're actually considered space rock in like some categories because it kind of, Sounds spacey, airy in that way. One of the songs I actually don't like on that album because of the fact that it literally sounds like they're trying to speak to aliens. It's a weird-ass song. 
Uh, are you, let's see if I can figure out which song you're talking about. I'm trying to remember mm. which one it is. Yeah, uh, I think I know which one you're talking about too. And I, I want to say it's either um, and, uh, maybe, oh, hell, I can't remember. <laughs> I know, because I thought the same thing when I heard it. And I heard the song. And I, I, I got through most of the album and I actually like pretty much all the songs on the album. It's a really like cool... Because it doesn't sound like a punk album. It sounds more like a kind of electronic rock album in a way. And there was one song on in the from the album called Life Forms that when it first began, I was like, you know what this sounds like? This kind of sounds like they're taking a little bit of Rush into their music here a little bit. Because Rush was like that, right? Rush was like the ultimate like kind of outer space uh sounding type music in my opinion and a lot of that was neil pert the drummer who was very much into that kind of stuff and that kind of very esoteric type of things and whatnot and i got that feeling from a couple of songs in this album which i really appreciated so uh yeah i i i want to listen to the album again um but i i really enjoyed it i liked it being a music guy first over lyrics, the music is really cool, and I'm really excited to hear it live. I think it would. I think a live ver- the live versions of these songs will actually sound really cool. Yeah, no, like I, it. It'll be really cool to see it live. I've um, never actually gotten to see Angels and Airwaves live, so that'll be really cool. Um, and yeah, that was kind of his thing, and and I mean supposedly the reason why Blink-182 broke up and why he went on, because he wanted to do more of this type of stuff and the rest of the guys didn't really want to. So um, he wanted that like individual creativity and stuff to go and do that. But yeah, it's got, I, I can see where you're coming from with Rush and that. And it's got like that kind of like space one, but it's, it's definitely more on the alternative side for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mm-hmm. a lot more chill. Like their punk rock a lot of times, you know, has a lot more like um anger, angst, you know, those type of feelings behind them. And then this is a lot more chill. Like you can just sit back and listen to a type of a thing. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, like I said, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. You know that I among our friend group, I feel like I have the most experience in going to concerts among everybody and uh and i think you know that at this point i will go to pretty much any concert i get asked to go to as long as it's not like out there out there and like really weird um but other than that i I will pretty much go to any concert you ask me to go to yeah i'm just disappointed you're not able to go to mgk tomorrow that would i know i know me too but um you know, gotta sa- gotta save some money for uh for the for your bachelorette party and for your wedding. That's that's my excuse. You know, got <laughs> yeah, we gotta start saving money somewhere. I, I know I keep on thinking about the fact that I'm just like I've gotta start saving some money at some point. <laughs> uh all right. Um let's see here. What should we talk about now? This is ha- this is what happens, ladies and gentlemen. We we have no rundown. 
We don't really know what we're going to talk about. The Coyotes are bad, so we don't really want to tell you how bad the Coyotes are for the next well, 20 minutes. I mean, we we do have the discussion that was on Twitter that people were talking about the fact that they thought Prospetop should be pulled up. I am not 100% sure if I agree with that or not. Because, I mean, I feel like no matter how you slice it, you're going to have a goaltender outside of Carter Hutton. That's, that's, he's not in the equation here. But, like, outside of that, you're going to have good goaltenders that you're not wanting to waste their time on a shitty team. Carter Hutton, you can waste his time all you want because he's played, like, absolute trash. But, like, uh, I, I don't know if I would really want Prospetov wasting his time on this team right now. Yeah, that was kind of my point, too. And we did get a couple of tweets here. Um, one from uh, Sasha, a longtime listener of the show. Um, after I tweeted um, a clip from the last podcast where we were talking about the future of Carter Hutton, um, she said, send him down or wave him, bring up Prosvitov. Uh, she later went on to say, better to overbake them than to be underbaked, sure. But in this case, you have a choice to make in perspective of keeping the team competitive, even if you're tanking or suffer greater embarrassment on behalf of your fan base. At least take another look at Prosvitov or a better option. And that kind of goes to your point that you made during the offseason about that the team can't really afford to be really, really bad this year. They at least have to be watchable so they can still draw fans to, to games and still make some money. Because if they're just all all around terrible like they were, as bad as they were in 14-15, you're not going to get anybody to games. You're not going to get any buzz. You're not going to get um, – you're not going to continue to grow a fan base, et cetera, et cetera. So that kind of goes into that point. We also got a reply from uh, E-Rock at Vanko underscore Eric who said the same thing, bring up Prosvitov. Uh, we had AZ Sports Guy say um, – I'd prefer he gets a full uninterrupted season as a starter in Tucson. The potential to play playoff hockey in the NHL is probably better for his development than throwing him to the Wolves in a rebuilding year, which is something that I've been saying all offseason. And, totally and I think you and I have, yeah, I think you and I have agreed on this too, because we had this discussion a while back about some of these younger players, which is why I'm surprised that Victor Soderstrom is playing at the NHL level right now. Now I'm curious if that changes once the Roadrunners season gets underway and it starts actually coming up here on the 23rd. Um, and so I'm curious if that changes. Um, we know that Kyle Kevobianco is hurt. He's going to be out for a couple more weeks and, and there are some injuries on the Kyrie's blue line. It's really, there really isn't much there when it comes to the Kyrie's blue line. So I think Soderstrom is kind of playing out of necessity more so than anything else. But in the case of Ivan Prosvitov, we saw what he did last year. Played pretty well in the games he, he played in. Uh, had some big big time starts and 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 looked good. And like we said with all those other players, like your Barrett Haynes and and whatnot, just let them play in the AHL. Like let them continue to cook in this in this Coyote system for another year without the pressure of playing at the NHL level and sucking and and losing confidence and playing in, in front of a bad blue line. In a situation where you can go in and possibly injure a key part of your future. That's a good point too. How how try selling that to your fan base where you have a prospect goaltender who could be the next, you know, Coyote starter um, at some point in the very, very near future. 
and he gets hurt on a team this bad. That would not be a good sell to your fan base whatsoever. No, absolutely not. And that's what where part of my whole thing is like, why put someone in a situation where they have absolutely no D help and you put a goaltender in there that's going to be trying to make these, these saves in order to try and save this team to some degree and then they end up hurting themselves. And as we've seen with previous people like Auntie Ranta and Darcy Kemper, when you have certain injuries, sometimes you never fully come back from those and they become reoccurring injuries. The last thing we need is to get into a situation where the Coyotes have to deal with a goaltender having a reoccurring injury again. I do um, I do say that the team can't be absolute trash. They still have to win some games of that because of the fact that one, fans want to watch a winning team, and two, um, people a lot of times don't understand it. They don't understand the fact that they're like, oh, you know, we've gone through a rebuild before. How is this rebuild any different? Even, you know, we could talk about it until we're blue in the face. But at the same time, um, not everyone listens to us and not everyone knows that this rebuild is is been built differently and better and a lot of fans are going to look at this and start to lose interest in the team and you can't afford to do that when this team has been mediocre for so long because then they're going to just think the team has gotten bad and kind of give up on it yeah and I think um you know we were talking very highly of of Amelka in our, in our last episode and and he came in in relief of Carter Hutton in the last game and did give up a goal. But um, he's going to get a big test here on coming up tonight if you're listening to us on Thursday against the Edmonton Oilers because he is going to play against Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, two of the best offensive players in the entire NHL. And and that's going to be a big test for him. So if he can come out of that unscathed, that'd be, that'd be huge, especially when – you know, you're going to put a lot of pressure on some of your blue liners, right, to, to perform, and they really haven't this year. I know plus minus is kind of a shitty stat, and it's more of a, of a, of a team stat than anything else, and I really don't like citing it, but especially this early in the season, on a team that is, has who, whose uh, goal differential isn't great if you're the Coyotes. Um, but when Jacob Chikrin is a minus seven, something's up, you know? Like something, something's really, really up there. So um, the Melka going to get tested on Thursday, and I'm curious to see how he he performs. Because um, again, I just don't see a reason why Carter Hutton should be back in net at any point, anytime soon. Because uh, here's a quick little game show for you, Corey. Um, called "Can You Guess Carter Hutton's Goals Against Average and Save Percentage." What if I don't want to? Uh, it's very depressing. Yes, yes. Okay, okay, okay. Goals against average. Hmm. Let's go a little bit conservative. Let's go 3.86. Oh, I would kill for a 3.86 goals against average. <laughs> I'm going conservative. I told you. Very optimistic. It's, yeah, it's 8.75. I see. 
Okay, and then save percentage. Mm, 0.78. That's bad. That's a bad save percentage, but his save percentage is 702. God damn it. Yeah, it's bad. It's very depressing. I was like, because uh, I wanted to go in the eights, right? That was my optimistic mind was like in the eights. And then I was just like, nah, it needs to drop. That was me dropping it. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yes, please, Torini, please don't start Carter Hunt anytime soon. Please save us the embarrassment for the love of goodness. I, We would really, really appreciate that if that were the case um before we we move on here and close out the show because we are recording kind of late so uh um cory for just a moment if you don't mind play along here this is going to be bad radio but we can edit it out if if uh if we may say so um i sent you a video earlier today and you haven't watched it yet i would like you to watch it live on the show here which is Paul Bissonette's verbiage during tonight's NHL on TNT um, coverage. And uh, and I don't know how in the world he got away with saying this on national television, but I think all NHL fans are very thankful and saying thank you, Paul Bissonette, for being on our televisions because it is – it was it's – thank God the NHL on TV is entertaining to watch now. As opposed the top to the time of on NBC says Biz had horned up offensively, locked and loaded, before the breakdown even started. So, I'm, oh my gosh! Well, first of all, the fact I I do like that he was called out on the fact that he said that he hates to use the term "horned up" offensively because yeah, I do think he probably enjoys using that. But the fact that he got Gretzky in on that. Uh, warms my heart i really enjoy uh you know off the off the normal path humor like that and forcing someone who would traditionally be like in the box to respond and react to that and react to it well is actually fantastic that is that is the best thing i've seen in a long time Yes, it's uh, again. Uh, unfortunately, I've been I've had to work during the coverage of TNT, so I haven't had to watch. I haven't been able to watch most of it, but I've seen the highlights. And the fact that we're actually getting highlights like this is way more highlights than we ever saw from anything NBC ever put on air. So um, I'm so glad that um, they are going the way that they did because. Um, it's 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 great. It's so funny. It's good for the game. It's fun for fans, and uh, and I want more of it. <laughs> uh, I do too. I I think it's super entertaining, and I just love it. <laughs> All right, I got uh, before we go here, we got to tell you about DraftKings, of course, Corey. And uh, DraftKings, of course, is the official sponsor of the Hockey Podcast Network. And when you go. To download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now, they got some deals for you, ladies and gentlemen. When you use the promo code THPN, 
that's our promo code. We've been telling you about it for a long time now. You can get uh, some free money, ladies and gentlemen, from the good friends at DraftKings Sportsbook because this week you can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets. That's it. That's all you got to do. Again, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use the promo code THPN. Bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, and you get $200 in free bets. If they win, you win with the promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. If I may say so, bet on the Cardinals. Bet on the Cardinals, ladies and gentlemen. They will absolutely crush the Houston Texans this weekend, or at least they should. Must be Did you just say something positive about the Arizona Cardinals? Are you okay? Do you have a fever? Are you hallucinating? Yes, yes. I have. Let me get. Let me get through the thing here. Must be twenty-one or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum five dollar deposit. One dollar wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred. Gambler. Sorry, we have to read that, folks. So I had to do that. But yes, I did say something. Sorry, I didn't mean to fuck up your read. I just was so no, no, surprised. No. I didn't know what to do with myself. You know what's wild is the last time I looked on DraftKings, they were the Cardinals were 18 and a half point favorites against the against the Texans. Holy shit. And yeah, and you know what's funny? I'm actually thinking about wagering on that game and taking the Cardinals minus 18 and a half. Like, and betting that type of spread is almost, you just don't do it, okay? You just don't because it's so hard to cover that big of a spread. But I tell you what, if the Arizona Cardinals can beat the Rams on the road by 17 points and they can beat the Browns like they did on the road by multiple touchdowns, imagine what they're going to do against one of the worst teams in the NFL in the Houston Texans. So, if you're looking to make some money this weekend, just think about betting the Cardinals minus 18 and a half. Because if the Cardinals don't win by more than three touchdowns again at home against a bad Texans team, um, I, I, I don't know what to, uh, what to say other than Kyler Murray probably got hurt at some point during the game. The truth comes out. Once they beat your Rams, that's when they got your respect. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Don't get me wrong. I was mad about it, but the Rams are a good football team, okay? They've been, they've been, they played really well in every other game since then. But when you – like, that's – you don't do that to Sean McVay, okay? You just don't. You don't whoop his ass that easily. So, props to the Cardinals, 6-0. and they, They're great. They're the best team in the NFL, okay? I know some publications don't like saying that. But the Cardinals are the number one team in the NFL. Corey, you can clip this out. You can send it off to everybody. And you can say, look, the Cardinals haters finally on the bandwagon. I mean, I'm just going to keep it. I'm just going to keep it forever. Yeah. Yeah. Bring it back when the Cardinals win the Super Bowl. (laughs) I make myself laugh. (laughs) You know what? When that happens, I'm going to throw a Super Bowl party let me not laugh in your face. Actually, correction, Scotty will laugh in your face. <laughs> um, if the card here, I will make. I will say this right now in the pod. You can you can record this. Oh, it's being recorded. And, and if the Cardinals make the Super Bowl, I will root for the Cardinals to win. Okay. Oh, they're my hometown. 
That's they're my hometown team. Do. Like, if they make it to the Super Bowl, that would be cool. Because you know when the last time the state of Arizona won a championship? When they last time they won a championship? 2001. Yeah, 20 fucking years ago. So, and the last time we were close, uh, the Mercury, obviously, last week. But then the fucking Suns fucked their shit up and lost four straight games to the Milwaukee Bucks. So, The hey, Cardinals cool have to- been to the Super Bowl. But they lost. Yes, that's true. Uh, all right, I did have a random shit story here to talk about, but I think I'll save it for for the next show so we can wrap it up here. I just want to read the headline, which is "Woman put off date thanks to his cringe dirty talk." That's a huge red flag. <laughs> so sounds fantastic. We'll save that. We'll save that. We'll save that for the next show. Um, Very quickly before we leave, Thread Wallets use our code for fifteen percent off. Sporty, get your good shit. They uh, just put out some new Halloween themed um, wallets and lanyards and all of that. Um, we are still currently um, with. Fob, um, when it comes to Richie's fob, so uh, it's it's proving to be very effective. We will keep you updated on the status of his fob and whether he is, manages to lose it. But with his addition of his thread keychain, he still has his fob, and uh, we couldn't be prouder. Yes, indeed, I love my thread wallet. So if you want, yeah, again. Threadwallets.com, promo code sporty. Uh and uh and get all that cool stuff that they got. They got some uh, cool wallets, they got some phone cases. I recommend it very, very highly. All right, Sporty Nation, thanks for listening to the show. We appreciate it. Appreciate your feedback. At Corey underscore Richie Show is where you can tweet at us. At Corey Richie Show on Instagram is where you can follow us there. Make sure to check us out on YouTube and watch the newest episode of Sporty Spirits where we made a Margarita with Lobos Tequila, which is, of course, uh, LeBron James's tequila brand. We are currently trying to figure out our next sporty spirit, um, which hopefully we can do this weekend. If not, the weekend after, which will be Halloween. We can make a little... Ooh, we can make, for Halloween sporty spirits, we can make a spooky drink. (laughs) Ooh, I like it. We could drink it, or we can make it in our Halloween costumes. And we can drink Ooh. it in costumes, too. Yes, I love it. This is a great idea. Yeah, this will this will be a sporty spirits for the ages. It'll be holiday yes. themed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> um, by the way, quick update. Uh, I still have yet to try on my full Red Guardian costume. It's, uh, it's still here. Um, but the thing is, and I think I've said this before, I can't zip up the back of the jacket on my own. So it's like a two-person exercise to actually get me into the costume. Welcome to being a woman who wears dresses who zip up the back. Every woman has had to deal with the fact of a dress zipping up the back that you can't reach. And then someone has to either zip it up or you have to like find a hanger and like hook it on the fit on the zipper to pull it up or find some creative way to do it it's never been fun 
and now you're getting to experience it. Yeah, I don't like it one bit. I do not like it one bit because that's the biggest hang up with me trying to put on this costume, making sure it fits, is that I can't put the jacket on by myself. So I there is a very real chance that I do not put it on until Halloween night. And then I'm going to need literally I'm going to need like it's going to be a, uh, a massive like experience, kind of like how uh, brides on their wedding day need an entire wedding party a lot of times to make sure they get ready and everything i feel like that's gonna be me on halloween between you cat and jordan the three of you are gonna have to help me get into this costume somehow <laughs> we'll make it work it'll work i have faith in yes us. yes yes it will yes it will uh that's coming up uh, soon very excited about that all right uh until next time good night and good hockey everybody